0: Welcome to another episode of Take a Wild Guess, the show where I tell you the story of an object, a place, a historical event, or a name, and you guess what I'm talking about. Today's episode is called When Content Marketing Influenced a World War. It is a story of how a European company developed content to sell their products and how this content helped turn the tide of the war. Do you know what I'm talking about? If not, listen on. Maybe you will figure it out by the end of today's story. And even if you don't, you can always take a wild guess. So let's begin. Okay, so before we start, let me try to explain content marketing to you. So it's basically when a brand curates and puts out content, which is valuable to their target customers. And via this content, it markets itself. For example, suppose I am a company whose product is an online website builder, okay, like Wix or WordPress or something like that. Then my target audience obviously is someone who is interested in building a new website. So let's say it is someone who wants to start their own e-commerce store. Just an example. So I might write a big blog post which gives a detailed step-by-step approach on how to start your own e-commerce website. It will have all the information like how to select vendors, how to decide say delivery options, how to set up payment options and all of that. Now, somewhere in that blog, there will be a step which mentions how to design your website. And then I will very subtly recommend my website to the reader. Now, since the entire blog and its content is so useful and relevant to the customer, he or she tends to also remember the website builder that was recommended. That's one way of how it can work. Another example is Cadbury's Bone Quiz Contest. Any of my listeners who grew up in India in the 1990s would remember this, right? So they created some great quizzing content which was relevant to the school children and more important than that, it was something that their parents approved of. And obviously when it comes to these things, the parents are the decision makers, the real purchase decision makers. So the brand could create some great recall among these people. So that's basically how content marketing works. Now let's see how this was used in today's story. Okay, our story begins over a hundred years ago in France two brothers had set up a company which sold a product which was a spare part for cars. I can't reveal what the exact product was, but it had something to do with cars. Now back in the early 1900s, there were hardly 3000 cars in the entire country. So naturally a company that just sold this product wasn't very viable from a business sense. So the brothers realized that there was a need to grow the overall market for cars so that more people should be willing to drive cars instead of bikes, which were more popular in France back then. Now, one way to achieve this was by making long drives more attractive to people. This is where the brothers' marketing genius comes in, okay? They came up with a magazine or a guide of sorts, which contained a lot of information that was useful for motorists. It included articles on car maintenance, guides on how to change a tyre, as well as a detailed road map, which had listings of very useful things okay things like car mechanics all the petrol pumps in france scenic locations restaurants and so on they published around 35,000 copies and distributed them free of cost and they decided to recover whatever was the cost of printing by taking ads from local businesses but soon they realized that people weren't valuing these guides enough because they were distributed free So in 1922, they started charging customers a very nominal fee for these guides. Now as this fee was enough to cover the printing costs, they decided to eliminate all ads from the guides. This part is important, Okay, remember it, we will come back to it soon. But before that, I'll tell you an interesting story. These guides got a good response from readers and soon the company was printing similar ads for over 15 countries in and around Europe. Now in 1939, the company halted work on these guides because, you know, the Second World War broke out. But soon they were specifically told to resume work on these guides. You know why? It's because the maps they produced were so detailed that the GSGS, which stands for the Geographical Section General Staff, which was a department of the British War Office, used these maps to plan and coordinate troop movements across Europe. And this helped the Allied forces a lot. The company had even patented a method of folding large maps, which was adopted by the British Army. Anyway, coming back to our story, remember I told you that the guides didn't carry ads anymore? So as a result, the readers started trusting the information presented in these guides as authentic and non-biased. One section of the guide that was specifically popular was restaurant reviews. The company decided to capitalize on this popularity it recruited a number of food critics that they called inspectors. Now these inspectors were like full-on spies, okay? They were required to maintain anonymity, they didn't inform the restaurants before visiting, and they were selected from across age groups and genders. They weren't even allowed to talk to journalists because of the risk of blowing their cover. This ensured that the restaurants didn't give them any special treatment and the reviews which were published were authentic. Now, the company also came up with a rating system for restaurants. It ranked them on a scale of 0 to 3, where 3 was considered the best. Over 80 years, this process has remained more or less the same. Today, these ratings are considered the gold standard in fine dining. Top chefs from over 25 countries across 4 continents compete to be a part of this exclusive 3-star club. Do you know which company this is? Even if you don't, take a wild guess. The company, of course, is Michelin Tyres, which also awards restaurants with Michelin stars. That brings us to the end of today's story. If you like this episode, please subscribe and share it with your friends. If you have any comments, criticisms or feedback, please write to me at tawgpodcast at gmail.com or message me on our Instagram handle. Till next time, I'm your host Chaitanya Ganu and this is Take A Wild Guess. Thank you.